Okay, those are some of your views then on the, the absence of Njabulungu. It seems like it's a hot potato here amongst the Kaiser Chiefs supporters. I don't know. The coach gave his reasons. Uh, clearly, the reasons don't make sense from what you guys are saying. But I don't know. Maybe is he is he his kind of a defender? Stuart Baxter, when you think about it, we saw Jabulong Nobo play at Swallows. He seems like a ball-playing central defender. I don't know if Stuart Baxter likes that kind of a defender or is used to using that kind of a defender. Maybe that's what's keeping him out of the team. I don't know. But the coach did say, he was even on this show actually, and he said it's not easy to adapt at Chiefs. So some of these new players will need time to adapt at Kaiser Chiefs. But the question is, does a defender of the season still need time to adapt? At the age of, how old is he? 27. The age of 26 or 27 there. Yeah. Okay, let's move right along now. We did promise that we're going to go to Namibia to find out more about their sprint sensations. Those two girls that we saw um, running in the Olympic Games, uh, Christine Mboma and Beatrice Maselinga. Christine Mboma winning silver there and they are sensational. And we are joined on the line by Namibian sports journalist Shifini Nicodemus. Shifini, good evening from us in South Africa. Thank you for taking our call tonight. Can you hear us? Okay, let's try that line again. Shafini Nicodemus in Namibia. Are you able to hear us? Okay, not at the moment. We're going to try and connect again. Maybe then you can keep your voice notes coming in then if you want to weigh in. I see a message here. It's not a voice note, but it's a message. It says, let's not forget that Swallows is not Chiefs. So these are two different clubs. That's what somebody is saying there. So clearly takes a lot more to play at Chiefs than to play at Swallows, according to this voice, to uh, this SMS that we've received. I've also got a couple of tweets here also on uh, this matter. Um, Wandilem Tana saying, only Coach Baxter mm-hmm. philosophy and selection of players will stop Keza Chiefs from winning games this season. Okay, let's go back to Namibia now. Shefini, can you hear us now? Yes, I think we just have a network issue right now. No problem. Thank you. We can hear you loud and clear. Good evening from us in South Africa. Thank you for speaking to us. Good evening, Tabitha, and to your listeners. How are you guys? No, we're fine. Thanks. We called you to find out more about these teenagers, Kristen Mbomba and Beatrice Masilingi. We saw them at the Olympic Games. But firstly, how was the reaction in Namibia when they returned home from the Games with Christine winning silver? Uh, it was a pandemonium. <laughs> it's been a very, very long time since we've had an athlete or athletes of that caliber. Um, I think for those who follow track and field, they'll know that the last time Namibia had a, a an, an athlete who was that good was the legendary Frank Fredericks. Mm. And the last time we won any medal at an Olympics was 1996. Sure. I believe the South African also won that that uh, yes. at those, at those Olympics. Yes. yes, the marathon, if I'm not wrong. Yes, yes. we had gold. So there. that's how far that's how far back we last had someone winning a, an an Olympic medal. I mean, we've had Paralympic guys. Mm-hmm. Don't get us wrong, but um, for the able body, it hasn't been um, a walk in the park for us for a very very long time. That's incredible. And and how much had they have they run the 200 before, considering that they were banned from competing in other events due to a similar case that we have here in South Africa with Casta Semenya? Yeah. Um, with, let, let's start with Beatrice, because mm-hmm. she, she was the first to be discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Morocco, I think that was 2019, if I'm not wrong, at the African Games. Mm. And she did the 100 and 200. So she, she's been doing the shorter defense before. Mm-hmm. Um, so she, that, that's also why, if you, if you look at the two, she had a bit 
more of a, a refined running technique as mm. opposed to, to Mboma, who is extremely raw. And mm. um, I think on, based on the success of Masilingi then, also on the school circuit, um, they, they, they also said, look, there's another one here in a, in a, in a village deep in, the, in, in northern Namibia who really has potential, but she might need a bit of fine-tuning. And as they say, the rest is history. <laughs> and what can you tell us about where they come from? They come from, um, one is northeast and one is north central. Um, Mboma comes from a small village called Shinyungwe. Mm. It's uh, very close to a town, and the town is Rundu, it's a northern town. And uh, Masilingi is from Katima Mililo. Oh. And that is in the northeastern part of Namibia. I mean, that's right at the border there, uh, bordering Botswana and Zimbabwe and Angola. So that's where Matilingi is from, where Mboma is. But the regions are pretty close to one another, actually. Uh-huh. And, and they yes. were all, and they both go to school in Hotfontein, which is much closer to Rundu than it is to, to Katima Mililo. I see. And what was Mboma specializing in before the 200? A thousand five and eight hundred. You won't believe it. Just like that's us. what she was actually very good at. A thousand five and eight hundred. But then her coach saw that she, her finishing speed was insane. Mm. I think everybody has seen that. We saw in that final so how she powered he, through. He, yeah, so that's why he moved her down to the four hundred. And then she's been running four hundred since last year. Yeah, she oh. started last year. BXS on the other hand has been doing the shorter distance plus four hundred. In 2018, when she was discovered, oh. whereas Mboma only started running 400 last year, and then this year she had a, a, a tryout at 200 in Europe. That was her first race at 200, just to build on her speed for 400. And then that issue with World Athletics came in, oh. and I think it helped that she already had that those two races in Europe. And after that, yo, she just kept improving. And they're only 18 years old, by the way, folks. And how have have Namibians reacted to this issue now with world athletics? Because I know here in South Africa, most South Africans are not happy. They feel that Casta Semenya has been victimized. We feel the same way. We've we've always been on on, um, Casta's side as well. We've voiced our our, um, disappointment with world, world athletics and whoever makes the rules, they're ridiculous. Most Namibians feel it's, 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 and I think most Africans, because this issue tends to affect mm. a lot of Africans, we feel that it's sort of targeted prevention uh, for our athletes to, to, to conquer the world, which is very unfair. Everybody should be given a, a fair chance to run. You, you can't come and, 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 and it's like a middle in a haystack sort of situation. You know, you, you are looking for something to find fault to someone so that they don't do as well as they should uh, on a fair, on a fair um, level and, and a playing field with, with everybody else. So in Namibia, the, the outrage is, is off the charts. People here are not accepting that ruling at all. They want them uh, to reinstate the girls in the 400 as well and let them run the 200. And especially because the scientists who did the study have now declared it as incorrect, eh? Yeah, no, they, they did say they made a mistake mm. or that it was inconclusive. So mm. for you to take inconclusive evidence or science, you know, in apostrophes and then make it a regulation, I, I feel that is criminal. Mm. 
And therefore, that rule should be done away with until such time, until such time that there is 100% or at least close to 100% proof that what they claim is the case. At the moment, if you look at our two athletes, you have one who who has a very good start that doesn't really pick up a lot of speed. That is Beatrice. Then the opposite is true with Mboma. She has a horrible start because of her background as a, a longer distance runner. But once she gets going, her speed is, she just picks up speed. That is not to say it's because of the testosterone or any other advantage. No. It's just their ability. One, unfortunately, I mean, we've, we've had athletes with, with insane stamina, for example, who can run and run and run and run and not look tired. We've had these many, many times over. So for you to come and say, you know, at 18, they can't be doing that well, how do you decide who should do well at what stage of their life? And finally, how have so the girls... We, yes. How have they taken so it? Should, the girls, they've been very graceful throughout this whole um, episode. Their coach has done really well in keeping them off social media or the, the negative comments as, as far as possible. He allows them to post, you know, their pictures and a few experiences here and there, but he has, he has sort of banned them from engaging the public mm-hmm. because, you know, you always get people who, for one or the other reason, want to, to put you down. So they have really handled this very well for people who are so young, you know, uh, most people, I don't think, in the face of such unfair criticism and all that vile stuff you find on social media these days, I don't think a lot of people would handle that very well. I mean, for them to still be performing at the levels they are performing with all this attention on them, it takes a special type of person to be able to handle that sort of pressure. Yeah, definitely. No, thank you very much for being able to speak to us. We've been wanting to find out more about these two sensational girls, and we wish them all the best, Shafini. Thank you for speaking to us here in South mm-hmm. Africa. Most, thank you for uh, giving us a platform to share our athletes as well. Thank you very much.